Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. It's Miguel Fuller. Holly O'Connor. And Scotty the Body. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only on Hot 101.5. Hello. We are back. Hey. 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 We're back from the wedding, the honeymoon. Um, back. I just remembered, now that you said that A, mm-hmm. uh, Abe and I met this uh, Canadian couple like the last night that we were at our resort in mm-hmm. Puerto Vallarta. And we were just like reminiscing and talking about the differences between like they'd been married for a long time and us being new. And they were like, you guys oh. are so nice. And I was like, you're so nice. It's that drunk thing where everyone's just like, everyone's just so nice. I love yeah. you. Yeah. Yes. And it was almost at the like, Y'all should come visit. We should go visit Canada. Okay. And it was like, all right. That'd be awesome, though, going to Canada. We'll never see you again. Never. You could. My grandparents, they have friends from all over the country because when they go on, like, trips, they always meet some couple, and they stay connected. Like, I have, they have a traveling buddy that lives Mm -hmm. in Tennessee, and they get in their RVs, and they travel together, or they'll meet in Texas or meet on a cruise. I get it. Meet on a special cruise. I get it. I met some boys on a cruise once. Oh, oh, Lord, yeah. Yeah, I met some people no, I mean, we've met, like, some gays that, because normally, like, when we go on the cruise with my college friends, mm-hmm. uh, they have what's called a Friends of Dorothy meeting on the schedule, and it's, uh, like, it used to be, like, a secret code for gays to meet up. Friends of Dorothy, um, the Wizard of Oz, because oh. gays loved, uh, oh, gosh, Judy Garland. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so that would, that would be the code for gays. Yeah. And so we usually go to those meetings, and after, like, the first two days, you end up becoming friends with the other gays that get meet at those meetings. And so we've kept in contact with several of them through the years mm-hmm. um, from different places all over. So. There you go. Um, but, yeah, so the wedding happened. Yes, it did. You got married. I did. Now, my perspective, because I feel like everyone's like, oh, my gosh, like, what was the crazy thing? Like, what happened? I'm like, I didn't see a lot. Because from our perspective, we were, like, you know, getting ready, and it was behind-the-scenes stuff. So I don't know when people especially started getting drunk what oh. happened. And so that's why I'm, like, I'm curious um, on stories that y'all may have from the wedding and what happened. Uh, I have a couple um, that I found out about after the fact that I was, like, Yikes. Ooh, I want to hear. hear that. I'm, I- like, I'm so glad that we could facilitate that happening at our uh, party. Oh, um, and then so, I have to end the podcast oh, today with what I teased on the air earlier. Oh, um, yeah. About what happened in Puerto Vallarta at a gay club with Abe and I at two fifty in the morning. Nothing good happens after two. I was gonna no. say that's real late. Yeah, so I will end the podcast with that story. Okay. Uh, but first off, I said this on the air, but I want to say it on the podcast. If you don't listen to our on-air show, is that thank you, Holly, for providing the the space and the um the atmosphere as mm. the officiant mm. mm-hmm. of warmness mm. even when it physically wasn't warm it was cold but like i didn't even think about that because what you created by your words and even just how you stood up there yeah. it was just like holy shit like this isn't some like you know, ooh, we're pulling up to the um, Las Vegas drive-through oh. wedding chapel, chapel. Well, or your best friend who like doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, marrying you. Like, it no, just you did. Felt like one of the best. Wow. Well, I wow. wanted it to be serious. Like, by the way, maybe I don't know. I've been to a lot of weddings. Mm-hmm. I've been to some weddings where they got a family member or a friend who is doing the officiating, and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, 
you know, honestly, not many weddings have memorable officiating. Right. Because that's yeah. not really the point. Right. But it is the point. Like, yeah. the point is, why did we all even come here? That's why I was putting so much pressure on myself. I'm like, this is the whole reason for this entire thing. Absolutely. Like, yeah, we're about to go, like, blow the roof off of this place. Mm-hmm. But, like, this is the reason why we're here. So I wanted it to be serious enough that felt like we're all on this journey together right now. And we're right. here for one reason. That is you are choosing love. And so I just really wanted it to telegraph that we're, we're going to have fun in a second. And it wasn't like, I don't think it was like a lecture. No. No. But I wanted it to reflect the gravity of the situation. You took us through a, like, legit, like a journey. Like, you started it so strong and it was so well-spoken. Like you said, you've seen so many officiants, but, you know, I go to a lot of weddings, too, because I DJ. And, I'm yeah. in my, again, I could probably say, like, that was, like, probably the best I've ever seen wow. out of all of them. But just because it was the confidence that you spoke within the words, it was the comfort that you spoke on the stories that you told. Mm. Everything blended so well because there are serious moments to really understand the moment that we're in. And also lighthearted moments for us to laugh and have a joyous moment together. Yeah. And that's very hard to do. But you did it, and you nailed it. Oh, I'm so glad. Even if you think back, and you will be able to see the video one day, where it's like there was no fumbles. It was so yeah. smooth. And even when you flip pages, I took a mental note. It was so powerful because you let the moment sit. You flip I was the so page. Mm-hmm. I was like, one time, I couldn't get my finger on the page, and I'm like. <laughs> but you didn't say <laughs> anything. No, I was like, it was great. Out. Mm-hmm. You will flip it, and then you're going to keep going. And I mm-hmm. love that you didn't acknowledge that moment, because I remember that moment. I was like, hmm. I think a lot of people would be like, they would try to like, oh, I don't know, say <laughs> something here. And it's like, no, because what it allowed is everyone to just take a breath yeah. and realize and look around, see the groomsmen, see Miguel and Abe, realize the love that's in the air. And like everything was just, yeah. it was spot on. It was amazing. It I'm truly so was. It you felt did amazing. good. It felt good. It was. And it that, good. and I'm so glad you hit on that, Scott, because that's one of the things that I always try to do um, when I officiate weddings is to just let the words hold space in people's hearts. Mm-hmm. And especially after you deliver something really striking. And I sort of get that from my days growing up in, you know, the black churches when mm. the preacher would get the fire print. He's like, well, Lord Jesus, you better <laughs> come on over here. But you listen. And you'd be like, Ooh. oh, dang. Yeah. You're like, hey, I, need to, in. I yeah. need to listen. Yes. And so you did such a great job with that. So um, and Scott, your fucking wagon and the shirt. So if you missed it, it's on the Miguel and Holly Insta. Oh, Lord. Oh, and we need to put it on the YouTube channel as well. Yes. Um, so Scott was supposed to be, and I'd ask you on the air before the holidays, to be our flower slash beer slash champagne boy uh, right before Abe and I walked out with our parents. And I thought, okay, he's going to, like, come out and, you know, be goofy Scott and, you know, do something funny or whatever. And that was it. But, like, when London Bridges by Fergie came on. I was like, Fergie, Fergie. Yes, that's and right. So, like, oh, so shit. just to sort of, like, and we didn't have enough time to go into all the details on the show this morning. So, like, from where Abe and I were standing at The Current um, in, like, the sort of near the bar area, they have floor-to-ceiling windows. And so we could see everyone else. But, like, when you came out and sort of, like, took your jacket off, you were, like, right strategically, like, right in front of a pole. And so we couldn't see you. But I looked out and I saw everyone's mouths drop and we were like, wait, what did he just do? And then you took one step and literally Abe's mom, there's like a picture of her where her hands are over her mouth and she's like, 
shit! <laughs> it so was good. so perfect. And just watching, like, I ha- I was going between watching everyone else's reaction and then, like, watching you. I was like, I, I want to just remember this these, like, minute and a half. This is fucking glorious I right know. now. What was happening? It was fantastic. Oh, I'm so happy that you enjoyed it. Because, again, like, nobody knew. Not I a was, single soul there I was knew. I standing up there at the, at the little... At the wherever I was, the and I'm like, did he tell anybody? Who no, <laughs> I didn't want to risk it, and also I didn't want to throw it off, and I didn't want to tip it off. But I did have the. I got to give a shout out to one of my bosses, Ed, who I work with, mm-hmm. and he does all my DJ stuff. We had a conversation months ago. He's like, dude, you need to do this, and I was like, that's a good idea. Wait a second, I got to put that in the back pocket. That's a good idea, and I kept thinking on. It. I was like, wait a second though, is that too much? Ooh, mm. is that gonna throw off the vibe is is that inappropriate it It was so good and I'm so happy because again like there were so many key little parts because like my girlfriend Monica was like supportive of it where I think in other relationships it might not have been like that where it's like maybe you shouldn't and that could have thrown me off some people were a drag oh yeah because I was freaking out beforehand like I was trying to be like all cool in the line with everybody I'm like Oh, oh my gosh, I can't oh imagine God. the nervousness. Oh, and like, I was so scared. As a person who like plans surprises for the show all the time where you two don't know yeah. how you have to act normal, yeah. it's always you're like, oh my God, 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 oh my God. And by the way, we didn't actually say this out loud, that what happened is you took your jacket off, then you took your shirt off. I ripped you the, ripped shirt, the ripped shirt off. Just buttons everywhere. Oh my God. Ripped it off, throw it, so and dramatic. let the party begin. Bedazzled M and A, glittery, glued on his chest. I was like... No, you fucking didn't. Yeah. Yes, you did. And it really made the It was whole an thing. adventure that morning because we had to go get the shirt that I could actually rip. Mm. And then we had to go find petals because I was like, oh crap, I'm a flower boy too. I have to have petals. And of course, all the flower shops are closed. Oh. We finally find one that like the door is locked, but I'm like, somebody has to be in there. So I'm like knocking on the door. Somebody answers. I'm like, do you have any flower petals? Like, please. And the wedding's in like two hours. I'm like, I, I need these right now. They're like, okay, yeah, we got you. And we put it in the bag. Oh, we go to Walmart. God. I'm like, these would be great. I gotta have something on my chest. Get the bedazzled. Like everything came through at the how last you did moment. This the day of. <laughs> yes. Well, that's. I don't Actually, know why, but that's when my brain all of a sudden is like, "Oh, you know this what? is a good idea. This I is a good idea. This is a good idea." What I'm saying because I definitely put the entire thing together the day of. Like, <laughs> yeah. I had the speech already ready, but like I had to print it out, and I'm over here on my computer with Microsoft Word, sizing it. <laughs> <laughs> printing it, printing it again, cutting, gluing into the book. So I, I, I don't know. Exactly. Like, about. that's just when the whole thought process came through. Like, I got the whole vision because mm-hmm. I had an idea, but that's where I was like, wait, yeah. to make it over the top, we need this. Like, what's the purpose of the shirt off? Because you got the M and the A. Like, you got to have a symbol mm-hmm. of why you're there. Right. And so just for it to go well and for y'all to enjoy it. That's all I cared about. And I did see the video that got posted of y'all's reaction. And that's when I was like, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <Woo! That's laughs> Let me just say, as as sort of like your radio big brother who, you know, we took you under our wing. Yes. That just makes me so happy that you thought about intention. Because that's what we do on our show all the time. Like, mm. why are we doing this? We don't ever do anything just to do it. There has to be intention. Yes. And so the fact that you were like, all right, why am I ripping off my shirt? Not just to be like, hey, I'm Scotty the Body, but to say, hey, you know, M and M- A, rainbow, gay, yes. hey, gay, yes. gay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it all had a little bit of purpose, and so I'm just happy it went through and it went well. No bottles were broken when I was passing out drinks. Oh my god, got in, got out, and I was like, okay. Done. I Let the beautiful part begin. And there is like one part where one of my aunts that I hadn't seen in probably 
10 years maybe she was there and just seeing her reaction like it just it just the whole thing it just oh, so great oh, uh, so you can see a video of that um on the miguel and holly insta and we'll be posting it too uh on the miguel and holly youtube page as well um so from my perspective like the day started out just so peacefully and mm. serenely um we were in like this or actually abe and i slept apart uh that friday night that uh so we woke up in like this huge as a suite they have at the current hotel where it's like from like the whole half of the room is like window to ceiling uh, i'm sorry window to ceiling floor to ceiling windows out into the bay and so like i woke up early and like the sun was coming up and it was just so beautiful and i i loved every minute of it and then like I didn't have a lot of people in my room for the first few hours. Girl, That's, real quick, mm-hmm. Hot 101.5 just did a push notification that Rihanna's pregnant. Oh! I didn't know about that. What? With ASAP Rocky. Oh! Wow. Sorry. I didn't want to take you to your wedding, but I just thought that might be something we want to share. Girl. Okay, sorry. That's that's enough of that. You, you can tell about the floor to ceiling windows now. Okay, wait, hold on. Okay, sorry. Um, so congratulations, Rihanna. Yeah. <laughs> so we won't be getting any music from her for a while. Yeah, uh, she'll have a like, Just go ahead and push it off for another ten years. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and so uh, the my, first couple hours. The first couple alone. hours, I was alone. Like I went down and uh, to the Julian restaurant, at the current, and got breakfast and took it back up and just sat in silence and just sort of reflected on the moment. And I had written my vows out earlier that week. Mm-hmm. And so uh, two of my groomsmen came over and I sort of read them out loud to them just to make sure that I was saying it correctly and that it made sense in what I was saying. Uh-huh. And then I wrote them into my booklet. And then that's sort of like when the chaos started. Like all my groomsmen came in and it was like they were popping bottles. And I was like, don't you fucking get drunk. Well, probably should have said that twice too oh oh we did there was an argument between the groomsmen because they were telling one of them not to get drunk and then he was just like i'm gonna get drunk and we're like it's fine there's always well no luckily it looked like everything went okay with them right i mean it was fine like listen like people were getting like like, why is everybody i'm like these are my friends for a reason yeah that's true and this is them exactly like i would not have picked them for them to be anybody else that they weren't going to be. Valid. Good you know, yeah. and my whole thing was that, like, I want this wedding to look like something we haven't experienced before. And I wanted it to be classy and sophisticated. But I also want to be a little trashy because that's who I am as well. That's right. Like, <laughs> I, in my mind, girl, I want to be fucking Sarah Jessica Parker walking out of the apartment looking fancy as fuck. But then at the same time, I'm talking about dicks. Well, yeah. Quote yeah. on quote. That is me. Yes. Um, sure. And that's exactly what the wedding was. It was like, it Close looked enough. classy and fun and it was great. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I didn't realize about the wedding is that so much of it is done just for pictures and video. That like, it's about like the ceremony once you get married and then it's like, all right, we got to spend all this time taking pictures and more pictures and more pictures. And then after you finish taking pictures with the official photographers, then everybody else wants more pictures of you and more pictures and more pictures. And there there was one point where I think I grimaced in a picture because my face was just tired. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't fucking smile anymore. You got to like, put your face down. I was like, Ugh. Um. So here are some of the things that I found out that happened after the fact. Oh, I found out oh. that somebody 
uh, who came to the wedding crashed the wedding. Oh. Oh, what? I met who? Did you know them know or were they say. a stranger? So I know them. Um, but so they date they're new to town and they dated someone that I know. And probably about three or four months ago, when they had started dating, um, I was like, hey, the reception is in two parts. Um, there's the the part where we'll be eating, and then there's a part where we'll go to the rooftop of the current. And I was like, maybe, you know, we can get you all in there because we know there's going to be actually a lot of, like, our older relatives that won't come upstairs. And so we paid for the alcohol, wanted to get drank. So, but then they broke up. Oh. And I hadn't seen sort of the newer person that um, decided to crash the wedding. Oh, snap. And so I remember it was, like, towards the end of the night, and I was drunk as fuck. And, like, he came up to me and was like, hey— and I was in my mind, I was like, wait, what? Why are you here? Did I invite you? What's going on? Because was the person he was with invited? No. Oh my gosh. And I was like, okay. And he was like, I told you I was going to do it. And I was like, you did? Okay, that's fine. You told- and, what so, the hell? and so then the next morning, I looked at his Insta story and he literally had about to crash a wedding. <laughs> See what happens. Oh my gosh. So but- he didn't crash the dinner part? No, no, he just crashed the rooftop the party. part. Yeah, the rooftop, the party part, which like I actually saw him the next day because we went out to cocktail um, after we sent our families away. And that Sunday, we went to cocktail just to take some of our Panama City friends that hadn't seen oh, okay. cocktail yet. Oh, okay. We wanted to show them the gay area since we didn't get to spend time with them in that way. And I saw him there, and I was like, okay, girl, did we have a conversation about that? And he was like, well, technically we didn't, but you said these months ago when I was dating this person that we could come. And I was like, I'm not mad. I just was like, well, fuck me. You surprised the shit out of me. When all of a sudden someone that you're not expecting to see just sort of goes, hey. Oh, my God. And you're like, wait. Who, who was he even hanging out with? I mean, he knows a bunch of the local gays oh, okay. from St. Pete. So wow. it wasn't like a random, complete stranger right, just walked right. in. Right, right. But he wasn't invited. No. Bye. Um, and so then I also found out that, and I'm all, I'm obviously being very vague here because some of these stories just. I love it. Go ahead. <sighs> Jesus. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> so there turned out to be a foursome. I had a what? feeling you're going to do more than two. Yeah. That happened. So I'm I'm trying to think about how to, without any naming any names. That's a lot of people. Um, it's a lot of people. That's a lot of stuff going on. It's like a whole, uh, you know, if you go golfing, yeah. you can fill up a golf cart. <laughs> you guys are going golfing. Um, I just remember that oh, uh, there was a couple of people that I was looking forward to catching up with for a hot second. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden, they had disappeared. It was oh. a couple. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe they like were overserved and they took full advantage of the open bar. And then there were two other single gays that I was like, normally they're hanging out with those people. Where are they? But then like I was too in my brain like drunk to like put the pieces together. Oh my God. And then the next morning at brunch, Abe was like, did you hear about so-and-so leaving together? And I was like, no, what happened? So then of course I'm like, 
hey, new mom-in-law, let me ask about a foursome real quick. Let me text some people. A couple and then two single gay guys all went to this room. Did, like, one person in the couple get one guy and one person in the couple get the other guy and they, like, brought him everybody back? How does that work? It was, it was just all together. Just, like, tagging, like, wrestling? Know, it was like, much. tag in, tag out. Woo. Wow. I got big old showers at the current girl. Oh, oh wow. wow. And then you circle. Yeah. Um, so I was actually, I was like, you know what? We told our wedding planner when he said, what sort of wedding do you want? I said, I want it to be, like, a party that you will never forget. Well... And girl, none of them gonna forget that. No, nope. no, no. You don't they forget got it. four. <laughs> they got it. And wow. apparently, there was someone who um, got too drunk at the beginning of the day. Oh, the day. And I'm sure they wouldn't mind me telling the story. Oh yeah, no, probably not. Uh, so we had basically like a spouses table for all of the groomsmen. Um, where all of our, all of their like boyfriends or people, yeah, they're all just boyfriends. Um, and like Abe's brother, his girlfriend was sitting at the table together. Mm. And I remember at one point during the speeches, I looked over and one of my groomsmen's partners wasn't at the table. And I was like, that's weird because like every, like, Everyone had sort of used the bathroom and they were eating and whatnot. And yeah. I was like, I wonder what happened. And so later that day, I talked to my grooms and I was like, what happened to your boyfriend? He was like, remember we were all getting ready and he was just sitting there with a solo cup at 11 o'clock this morning? Oh, no. Well, he wasn't drinking champagne like the rest of us. He was drinking vodka. Well, yeah. shoot. Come on now. Shoot. This, is not, this is not a sprint. It's a marathon. No. Yeah. And so apparently after the ceremony when um, we had taken pictures with the wedding party and then Abe and I had gone off to take more pictures when they were at the cocktail hour that the boyfriend was just like, I don't think I'm going to make this journey. I think. Oh dear! And so that's why you know there was just like one spot himself. missing. That's true. At least he removed himself. They weren't out there like making a scene. Yeah, because that could. You know what happens when you get like past the limit? Right. You don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. No. no. It could have been a bad scene. No. Free for no, all. No. Um. And so that really was like the like the craziest stories that I'd heard from the wedding. Um. Everything else, I, I, I wish that there was a way to sort of like. You get like a minute with people that have traveled from a long way because there were like some people that would like grab you. And I don't even remember really, especially towards the end of the night. Um, I think like between that 10 and noon when our or I mean, at midnight when our wedding planner was like, all right, y'all are done. We got all the pictures we need. Just go do go have fun. And I wish I would have had, like, just, like, someone to just take me from person to person mm. because people, obviously, they traveled and they want to, like, you know, express their love and gratitude. But then, like, by the after 10, everyone was, like, real drunk. Mm -hmm. And so then it's sort of, like, drunk people telling the story over and over. Yeah. And you're like, okay, well, thank you for telling me how much you appreciate it for the fourth time. Yeah. Let me go talk to the three people that are standing behind you to say hi real quick. I know. Yeah. Love you so much. Love you, baby girl. That's why, and I, like, it's a good and a bad thing that your wedding planner did it this way because after, was it before or after dinner, when we're eating dinner, mm. did that thing, and, and maybe the DJ did it too, Chris, um, where they were like, okay, you oh, have yeah. 30 seconds to take a picture with a table, go. Right. Which just, that was bah, good bah, 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 because bah. everybody moved along, but that's normally in like a traditional wedding ceremony, you're gonna spend at least five minutes 
with a table greeting everybody so that you've actually had a couple minutes to speak to every person that's come. Right. But the So you missed on that, but right. like it was good because it, it kept it moving. Yeah, right. I and like that, that. And that was the thing is that we didn't have a lot of time in the ballroom yeah. because we split it up. And so they had to like get that set up. And, and so there was like logistical stuff and sort of sacrifices that had to be made in order for, for us to have that sort of two part. But I think that everyone enjoyed the fact that like the, the wedding kept moving, that it yeah. went from like sitting in the ceremony outside, doing the ballroom, and then moving upstairs to the rooftop. Yeah, you didn't get stagnant. Right, so then people could get some freaky deaky, apparently. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was great. So then we went to Mexico. <laughs> I told the story this morning on the air, and you can listen to the, um, go to hot1015tampabay.com and listen to the story about how we got suckered into a timeshare meeting. How long is the meeting? So, well, it took 45 minutes to get to the resort. Oh, oh my hotel. God. <laughs> oh, my God. At least an hour. Yeah. Holy crap. It took an hour, I think, and 20 minutes to get back because where our resort was, it's like on this mountain. <laughs> and that what it, uh, I mean, it, Mexico is very um, mountainy. Yeah. Mountain. Because of the terrain. They call there. it mountainy Mexico. Mountainy Mexico. Um, and so, but like there was like some trucks that were having trouble getting down the mountain. And so we were like just sitting in place. And by that point, Abe and I were like, we should have just fucking gone to Key West. Like we should have just gone to Key West where we know where to go. We know people. But then after the first day, like it got so much better. You know what? I really think that that happened on my honeymoon too. Cause we Did went it? to an all inclusive resort in, um, in Mexico. It was Eshkaret. Mm. And it was beautiful, but the first day was so terrible because the air conditioning was not on in the room. Uh. The maintenance man who was supposed to fix it did not speak English. Mm. And he's like, oh, I fixed it. Well, he, we could tell he said he fixed it. And I'm like, it's not fixed. I can feel it. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, no. Mm. And then they tried to get somebody there tried to get us into a timeshare thing, too. And, I, you know, I can't say no to people. Oh, right. So it, I just, Holly still has it. So I do. I still have <laughs> If you want to go to Eskaret, uh, I have a timeshare. <laughs> Weird. No, but, like, thankfully, my now ex-husband, like, put his foot down. But I, I ended up crying that first day oh because God. it's you've been, like, Rush, 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 rush. Now you get there, and you're in another country, and you just want to, like, relax. But, like, now you can't. Right. Because there's a fucking timeshare meeting. It's right. just, it's. it's it a was lot. a lot. Because, I mean, like, we got there at, like, 9 o'clock or 8 o'clock at night. Mm. And so everything was dark when we got to the resort. Ooh, that's tough. And so then we're, like, setting up and we're, like, all the. So we just ordered room service that night. And oh, then we nice. just literally passed the fuck out. And so then we had to be up by, like, 745 to For go this to this timeshare thing. Time and so, like, literally it didn't hit us because. I've never been to one before, no. and so you're driving, and as soon as they're like, hey, sign this thing so you know that you're going to a 75-minute presentation, and you're like, oh, they got us. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So then you sit through it, and I mean, like, they've gotten good from what they used to by, like, taking little drop bits droplets of what you did and like I, I realized you know how they were going to use some of the like when they were like well how many vacations do you all take a year how much do you think you spend and we were like well this is all that we have to spend we don't have any more especially after paying for a wedding yeah and then it's like when they bring in the power guns at the end and they're like I mean you're just throwing money away by going on these vacations when you're not you should be investing in a timeshare and we're like but what if we change our mind on what we want to do? Yeah, like you even can't. even though like it's different, it's not like it used to be where you have to go to that one spot every time. Like you can move the weeks around. They've got different locations all around. 
But I'm like, but we just don't tra- want you to. You are trapped then. Yes. And unless it's something that you know you love and you want to do it all the time, I don't know that it's the best idea. No, no. So I that was that start. So that Tuesday, we got back to the hotel finally, and we were just like. <sighs> I know. You're like, fuck this. I don't want to be I mean, here. We got there around like one, and mm-hmm. I was like, can we go to Key West? Like, I'm fucking over it. So then we went to like the gay area um, in Puerto Vallarta that some friends had told us about. And like that kind of made it better because we were like hanging out. Uh, well, wait, hold on. Wait. What? I totally forgot about this. So, <laughs> fuck me. The first day was so bad oh. because literally we got back to the hotel. We we're like, all right, let's, let's, let's clean the slate. Let's go to this gay place to have lunch. Yes. It's fine. And yes. I was like, Abe, I looked up. Here's three different options. Pick one. We picked this place called Divas. Ooh. We're like, how can you fuck that up? That like, sounds really fun. Divas. We go there, and it's this hole-in-the-wall place. And we're like, you know what? Usually hole-in-the-wall places it's are, dope. like, the best. Yeah. yeah. They're the best. <sighs> we go there. The girl working there, literally on her phone the whole time, like, barely acknowledges us. Doesn't say anything. And then we're like, all right. I was like, can I get a steak quesadilla? He got some fish tacos and we got like some wings. The food comes out. It is the driest fucking quesadilla you could ever eat in your mouth. The the wings were like small, tiny. And we were like, of all the places that we could pick, why this? And I remember we left out of there and then I was like, we should just fucking gone to Key West. We should just gone to Key West. You're like, I just want some wings. So then we went to some more bars and we had some drinks and it got a little bit better. Um, I think by the end of the night, we were just in such a bad headspace. Yeah, it sounds like, like it. We were like, oh, well, maybe some people that are visiting will like talk to us or we'll talk to them. But I just think our probably body language and just our energy was not great. No. And so like no one talked to us. So like around eight, we were like, let's fucking go home. Let's just let's just go. I'm yep. done. I'm over it. Oh. Get some sleep. But the next morning, we woke up. We explored the resort. That's my favorite. We walked on the beach. Yes. We got massages. Yes. We got facials. Mm. It was fabulous. Ah, oh, that's great. Here's a story I'm going to end the podcast with. Oh, Lord. The next night, we went out to the gay areas where we had gone day drinking. We went there at night because we learned. Sorry. <clears throat> In Puerto Vallarta, people don't go out till about 10 or 11. Oh, my God. Well, I mean, that's normal. Like, I feel like nowadays here, people that. don't go out until, like, 10 or 11. Yeah, that's Which is why I don't go out. Yeah, I'm tired. Tired. That's my bedtime. Yeah. Bye. So we go out. I'm feeling, like, fresh now. I finally had three days of sleep, being able to sleep in. Abe's feeling good. We go to these uh, this one club called Industry where, like, people were dancing, and I was just like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm with my husband. We're just dancing in the middle. Everybody's just having fun. Yes, girl, yes. So then we're like, well, they're like, all right, there's, like, 10 minutes left before uh, the bar closes, so it's, like, 2.50. We're like, well, let's get a drink. We'll sit outside, wait for our Uber. We'll head back to the resort. This guy sits down at the table where we're sitting. Oh. Oh, no. And as soon as he sits down, I'm like, this is not good. Oh, this no. This is not good. This guy sits down. He's just like, hey, my name's Greg. Hey, Greg. And we're like, hey, Greg, oh. what's going on? <laughs> okay. And he was like, guys, I have so much fucking money. What? I have so much money. 
Okay. And Abe and I are like, all right, what's going on? And You're like, like, where's this going? And I'm like, instantly, like, my hackles are up. Oh, and I'm yeah. Like, all right. What's sc- We've already been through one scam. We're not about to be scammed again. Yeah. And he was like, I, I, I just, I have so much money. I, I did crypto and I just sort of worked my way through. I mean, we're talking like seven digits here. Like, I, like, I've got so much money. And I was like, well, congratulations. What? Good for you. Thanks, Greg. So then my eyes sort of focused a little bit on him. And I was like, let me ask you a question. He said this or you said this? I said this to him. I said, before you walked over here, did you just come from the bathroom? And he was like, why do you ask? I'm like, sir, it looks like you have face planted into a bunch of baby powder. <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. You have cocaine all over the bottom of your nose. I mean, it was like up right coming out. It was on his mustache. And I was like, we don't want whatever you have to give. Oh, my God. And he was like. He's like coked out. But I have so much money. You're like, that's great. Why don't you get yourself a cab with it? I, I was like, what? And he was like, well, I have this great big villa over here that I just bought with my partner. And he's at home. And thankfully, I looked down and my Uber said, arriving in one minute. And I was like, well, I'm so glad that you have so much money. And, of course, Miguel having his Oprah moment. I was like, probably not a safe thing to do is to be walking around outside of a club at 2.50 in the morning telling people that you have so much money when you have coke dripping from the bottom of your nose. Correct. Have a good night. Bye. And then he just walked off. And I was like, what is happening? I don't know. Do we just have the look of of people that are like, hey, come give us coke? Yeah, probably. 2.50 in the morning. Like the flowers on the shirt. I mean... Yeah, that's what happens when you start wearing colorful clothes. People give mm-hmm. you coke. Yep, yep, yep. I yep. mean, maybe I did have white pants on. Oh, so yeah. Like, what hey. are you, Miami Vice? Get out of here. <laughs> I was, and pants. I felt it, too. I, I thought like, you were a yeah, drug lord. Yeah, yeah. That's have, right. Oh, my God. I did look like a drug. I, I was part of the cartel. You were part of the cartel. You Ow! attracted old cokehead. <laughs> he was telling you how much money he had so that he knew he could buy the good shit. Yes. So that's why I didn't want to tell that story on the air because I didn't want to talk about drug use yeah, on the show this good. morning. That's not appropriate. So I just was like, sir, no, not appropriate. Oh, don't, my God. Don't want any of your Coke. Yeah, that's stressful. So there we go. Good that's times. Do you uh, recommend going to this all-inclusive resort? Yes. I mean, and listen, I'm sure that happens at any club in Tampa as well. Yeah. At the end of oh, the night. Oh, yeah, no, like, absolutely. It does. Aware of your surroundings always. I saw absolutely. some crazy things just in Gasparilla alone. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I would absolutely uh, recommend it was the uh, Hilton uh, Vallarta All Inclusive Resort. Um, absolutely recommend it. Uh, it's, I mean, if you go in like off peak times, like it's not pricey, but think about it. We literally did not pay for a thing. Yeah. And they have, like, specialty restaurants that we went to. The all-inclusive resort is the way it's to go. It's truly all-inclusive. Like, literally, yeah. you oh. can go to any of the bars there, and you say, hey, I want a mimosa. I want a... And they give it to you. And, like, I had Grey Goose the whole week that we were there. Oh, uh, margaritas. Um, oh, God. And I meant to tell this story on the air today that... Um, and I have so many notes from the whole weekend that uh, we went to the Italian restaurant and the server was like, oh, y'all got married. Let me bring you this uh, tequila shot. And I was like, ooh, straight tequila. And I was like, well, can I have a lime with it? And homeboy was like, 
This is $300 bottle of tequila that I'm oh giving you. Oh, my God. Like, this ain't Patron. No, you don't need a fucking lime. He didn't say that. Yeah, but he probably was thinking But literally, you can see in his eyes that he said, you trashy like, American. Like, one. his eye twitching. He's like, <laughs> I cannot bring you a lime. No, not today. I will not bring you one. Um, and so we took the shot. Didn't need a lime. Just... Right down the gut, but that that was part of the the, the package we paid for. Oh yes. gosh, now I'm gonna have to go to Mexico. Yeah, like <sighs> the only thing good. we paid for the entire time was I got a cold brew from their cafe that had served Starbucks, and that wasn't part of the plan. Everything else was free. But did they have regular coffee that wasn't Starbucks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dang, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. So I would def- definitely recommend. In Puerto Vallarta, it's a beautiful city. Now I want to go back. Mm. Now that I know more. And so we said we'd love to take all of our big group of friends, so they may be doing a cruise, take them there, because the gay scene there is really cool. Everyone's super uh, accepting of everyone. So it was just a really cool time. Now that sounds good. Okay. All right, just don't go for the timeshare. No, walk straight through. Go ahead. Don't talk to Greg with the Coke. Nope. Greg alone. (laughs) Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tazlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. Holly O'Connor. Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R. We will talk to you soon.